When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? Welcome to the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO. Find one of their Chicago locations at gooseisland.com slash locations. Kevin Kaduck is on assignment tonight. I'm Luke Stuckmeyer along with the Matt Peck. <laughs> Howdy. And Law on the Draw, running the ones and twos. Oh, my God. What are they doing letting <laughs> us do this show together? K-Duck is at the Big Ten Tournament because he went to Wisconsin. They are uh, not in the Big Ten Tournament at this point. Yeah, they're no longer there. Uh, and so is Cody's over there. A lot of the guys, it's, everybody at CHGO went to the Big Ten Tournament. Except for us, we're holding down the fort. And I said, what do we have in common here? Well, there's a lot of bitterness and a lot of anger. Yep. <laughs> Mostly that's me and Lawrence because we're yep. older. Yep, we're old. But Peck can get a little furious. You know, he throws the hats left and right. So I thought, what could we do? And I said, well, we're going to take March Madness and we're going to turn it into March Madness. March. That's coming up in just a little bit. Mad. Love that idea, by yes. the way. Well, there's going to be a lot of venting, a lot like Festivus, airing of grievances, those kinds of oh. things. I'm also very flattered that you identified yourself <laughs> and Law oh, yeah. as the angry, bitter ones. Because yeah, oh, the I folks knew. who watch our Bulls coverage know that that's yes. me. Yes. I'm the angry, bitter one. Oh, I know. This is just going to be a lot of anger and bitterness. Well, but we're old, though, so like we also have a lot of anger and bitterness. <laughs> that's right. Big Dave and I did this show once, and I said, listen, when Dave's here, I know that I have to amp the energy. Yeah. You know? Bring the love. Sometimes I, I slip into that old, like, warm bath a little bit when I'm doing a show and I'm just comfortable in the chair. I know when Dave's here, I've got to amp up the energy, and I know for a fact today I'm going to have to, with Mr. Peck, <laughs> amp up the energy a little bit. Look, Mark K's already in the chat. Bitterness, anger. I've always said Peck is one of the most balanced, tranquil people I've ever met. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Clearly Mark. not a sarcastic comment at all. I love tranquil of people I've ever met. That's a true student right there, <laughs> let me tell you. All right, so we're going to get to the March Madness stuff in a bit, but first, our Taking Care of Business Award powered by ComEd. And who are we giving it to, Law? Oh, we are giving it to... Mr. Chris Collins. I almost said Doug Collins. You almost said Doug Collins. <laughs> Doug does not win it this time. We are win giving it to Chris Collins, Northwestern basketball coach, your Big Ten Coach of the Year. Hashtag oh my gosh. Go Cats. Go Cats. He's got him as the number two seed in the Big Ten tournament, and I thought this is a great time to give it to him because if they lose in the tournament, it hasn't happened yet. And more importantly, they were picked 13th in the Big Ten preseason. Yeah, 14 teams are in the Big Ten. 14 teams. Mm -hmm. He has a number two seed in the Big Ten tournament. So hats off to them. They're doing a great job up in Evanston. The AD has already said, hey, we want to talk extension uh, with Coach Collins. He was going to get fired a year ago. Yeah. Talking extension. How quickly things change. In Turning around. Glenbrook North alum Chris Collins taking care of business. Up in Evanston. Shout out to Buffalo Joes. So, Mr. Peck, I have a quick question for you. I don't want to sure. spend too much time on college basketball. It's a Big Ten tourney time. Big Ten tourney time. half of our CHO staff is right now. That's right. Do you <laughs> think 
do you think Northwestern has a better chance at being a Sweet 16 team this year or being the Big Ten tournament champ? I I would probably say their odds are better to win the, the Big Ten tourney. I mean, I, I don't think that they should necessarily fear either team that they have uh, that they're waiting on because they play the winner of Illinois-Penn State, right? That's yeah. at 5.30 tonight. If you they, say so. They went, they went <laughs> one and one against uh, Illinois. They lost to Penn State in OT, but they did not play at their best in that game. And then, like, I, honestly, on their side of the bracket, the Big Ten tourney, I, I don't fear anybody that they have there. And you also don't fear Purdue because Purdue is no. known for what? Choking. Yes. Whether it's the Big Ten tournament or once they get to the dance, even as a one seed, they will choke. So I think that the Cats can win the tourney. I really do. The Big Ten tourney. Do I think they have sweet 16 material? No, I don't think they're that good. Here's what, here's what I say about that, though. There are average teams that make the sweet 16 every year because college basketball has become so watered down with guys leaving early and transfer portals like there's always five or six schools that make the sweet 16 real like, ah, who yeah but right. so why can't that but be see, northwestern I, I think that that's more about the teams that are heavily favored in the higher seeded teams being college teams that just will choke will not execute to the best of their abilities, not execute their game plan because they're all young and excited and they're not ready right. for the moment. Okay. And that gives the opportunity for those Cinderella teams to be like, hey, we believe in ourselves. Yes, and then in the second half of a tournament the, game, anything can happen. We're the peacocks are, of St. Peter's. Are you guys huge March Madness guys? I'll say this. I haven't watched much college basketball this season. But for me, the four best days of the, of the year sports-wise might be be the first four days of oh, the NCAA tournament. I, I love it. And, and like, that's not even from a gambling a perspective. Regular season college hoops, you know, no. when I can't. But just, you know, I'm watching a bunch of NBA games all the time. I don't have yeah, time yeah. to watch college. But once the tourney rolls around, I am locked in. I mean, I those days be. where you get tip-offs at 10, 30, 11 yeah. a.m., and then you get tip-offs on the, you know, until Hi. 10 at night. I love those days. I, I, uh, I got to say, this this season, I've sort of, my my interest in college hoops has waned a little bit as someone who covered college hoops for about a decade plus. Uh, so I've sort of taken my time away from it and have just focused in on all our Chicago teams, pro sports wise. But there was a time when I went to Schoolyard Tavern on uh, Southport, I believe. Mm-hmm. And was there, at about, was, was there at about 10.30 nice. in the morning. And it was St. Patrick's Day, so I, I immediately got a Guinness. And I watched the Iowa Hawkeyes lose to Northwestern State. And that started my day there, and I didn't leave there until uh, two meals, and it was like 11 o'clock at night. We just watched hoops all day. By meals, he means liquid meals. No, no, there was a lot of alcohol as well, but, I mean, there was literally I ate lunch there and I ate dinner there. It was a lot of bar food. Yeah. I, you can, you can exist for at least a day just with Guinness as your oh. meals and mm. the drink with your meal. Yeah. Or a nice uh, Bourbon County stout from our friends Mm. at Goose Island Ah. Brewing. There you go. Those work, too. Very nice. By the way, I'm looking at the YouTube screen, and that's the way you should be watching this podcast. If if you listen to the podcast, that's great. Just go back and watch the YouTube feed. That way we can get involved in the chat and stuff. And I'm just noticing we're all color-coordinated, not planned. Are you watching this? Well, I, Peck is in a black and red plaid shirt with a CHGO t-shirt, right? He's got his Bulls hat on. He's got his Jordans on. I've got red shoes. I got a CHGO t-shirt with the CHGO camo, I right? Got, mm-hmm. All black and red. 
Law over there, red sweatshirt. Yeah, I don't know what it's that. The, uh, it's it, the 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 bull. It's the, it's the, the bull's vintage CHGO shirt. CHGO vintage. It's like that dark maroonish red. Yeah. I actually yeah. really like those. I have one too. Very cool. You know, I got the uh, the crew neck version for the wife, and she wears it all the time. Uh, but the the t shirt version with the like the maroonish dark red color. It's yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful shirt. And but also red shoes. I was gonna say, even Law's wearing red shoes. I can't believe it. <laughs> what are the odds of that? These are uh, Arsenal branded. I don't know if anyone can see that, but let's go Arsenal. See now, it's, I, it's always it's it's always important to you know put your best self forward when you're on camera doing these shows. Look good, and play, you look know, good, play good. I, I knew I'd good, be good. angry on camera today. I had to make sure I was looking mm-hmm. good. Uh, that's what that's why I wore them. Angry red. That's what it is. There you go. I realized I had to start stepping on my game because Big Dave always looks good. Yeah, just always fashionable, yeah. always matching outfits, well, always. Yeah. You know how I am with Cody. Cody's constantly he oh buys a new pair of Jordans every year. Yeah, I think Cody has a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although Pat, got a couple, you've been, but yeah, that's one of them. Uh, you've been purchasing, I believe. If oh, yeah. When we got back from our Bulls Paris trip, I splurged and bought a bunch of Jordans at once because Dave brought all these beautiful pairs of shoes out to Paris, and I had one pair of like worn down old uh, yeah. Air Force Ones. Yeah. And I was like, I need, I need to up my game. And the French were like, who's the cool guy and the cheap American next to him? <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so that, that's all. That's. That's the college basketball portion of where everybody's at. Go Cats. Everybody's over there. Go Cats. Good luck to you. Boo Booey, by the way. Greatest name in the Big Ten. It is a great name. Boo Booey. It is a great name. You can ball. Let's get to your Bulls, huh? Oh, God. Do we have to? (laughs) And and I want to admit to everybody in the chat right now and to you that I have stopped watching Bulls basketball. Oof. I I have stopped. I can't take it anymore. We can get more into that later, but I will tell you that last night – because I know, I thought to myself, I'm going to be sitting next to Matt Peck, number one Bulls fan. I'm going to watch a little bit of this game against the Nuggets, where I fully expected him to be slaughtered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they win. First time back-to-back wins in Denver since Jordan played. Yeah. They were Wild. the Nuggets were thirty and four at home this season. Now they're thirty and five. Yeah, thirty and five. Best best team in the West, some would say. And I'm like, well, they're not. Are you happy that they won last night? No, I'm no. not. Okay, just uh, wanted to make sure. A few games ago, <laughs> I officially joined the tank. Yeah. Um, I was still holding out hope, even leading up to that Paris trip, and then when they returned and, like, scraped together a few wins. And I was like, you know, they've been showing us throughout the first part of the season that they're capable of beating the best teams in the league when they play at their best. And it was just maddening to watch all season long them just throw away – win opportunity after win opportunity. And, you know, I can't, I can't remember which one, but one of their recent, you know, within the last couple of weeks, just inexcusably bad losses. Hey, I was like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> you know what, I'm Indiana. done. That'll I'm do done. It. At some point every season I get to the I'm done part, and I, I got there recently, and I think it is in this team's best interest now to lose as many games as possible and increase – as much as possible, their odds of keeping that top four protected pick because Stucky, you and I were just talking about it over there a minute yeah. ago before the show. They are in such a tight spot, and they have very limited avenues to improve this team right. this summer, knowing the constraints that exist within this franchise and the situation with their cap books right now. They need that top four pick. And they can increase their odds of getting it, but we all know that that organization and the people at the top of it are too proud Ugh. to just admit that right. they should have blown it up at the deadline mm-hmm. and didn't. 
and are now like, well, we could still make the play in. Congratulations. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous that they actually have a better percentage chance of getting what is it number is it number one or top four? Is number one. Number, number one. They have a better they have and better odds at the number one pick than making the playoffs right now. That is effed, first of all. Yes. And second of all, you gotta go for it. You this team is clearly yes. not gonna make a special run. They're not no. Cinderella. It's also not the NFL where the wild card team runs all the way to the Super yeah. Bowl. It's no. Not, you, you're not no. doing anything. I mean, it is. We've already started our madness segment, and I hadn't planned this yet, but we've gotten there. So rare when an NBA eight seed beats a one seed. Yeah. And, and Matumbo waving the, the fingers. If the Bulls oh, find their great. way out of a playing tournament and get the seventh or eighth seed, they're not winning either of those series. No. Not a chance. No. They're it's, not probably not winning a game. It's wasted time. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm frustrated right now. I, it's not like that. Their catastrophic failure is like something I saw as an impossibility coming into this season. Right. I thought that they would be a barely above 500 team. Maybe they avoid the play-in. Maybe they got to play their way out of it into a playoff series. But I mean, they are woefully falling short of that. I mean, and and today you get the news that Lonzo Ball is likely headed for a third knee surgery. Uh, of course. And when's the last uh, this is not a, this is nothing against him. I'm I'm asking a serious question. When's the last time he played 2010? January <laughs> of 2022. I mean, so I uh, uh, 13 months and 14 months and counting. Two yeah. more years left on a 80 million dollar contract. 40 million left over the next 2 years. Player option in the 4th year, but it's like if his health situation continues to be what it is which is not good obviously he's going to pick that up might be the last nba money he ever gets oh my god what are the odds first of all he, he may never play again let's face the facts like i hope that's not the case for him mm -hmm. but what are the odds even if the third surgery works that he's even half the player that he used to be coming back from a third knee injury at 25 <clears throat> not very good no and, and i'm with you like i right now i would be surprised surprised if he laces him up for the Bulls again maybe through several surgeries he finds his way back as some NBA guy who's a vet who's you know Derek Rose-esque like uh, knees are ruined but finds his way yes. back through lots of years of rehab and hard work but as far as the Bulls short and medium to long-term plans they have to write him out of them uh, I nobody they should have done it in the offseason yeah Essentially, yes. And, and now, I mean, th the news today, and it came from Woj, so people are talking about it, that he's likely looking at a third surgery. Yeah. Well, duh. It's a, it's a looping pattern of where he's been for the last year plus. Do we really think a third surgery that's going to be exploratory and then maybe trying to fix something if they find something is going to fix something? No, because that's what they just did. And now they're talking about him having to, like, change his running gait because as he's been trying to ramp up and do more and run and cut. So and he left. is actually running at this point? Because I know at one point he wasn't even able well, to run. Well, if, if you call it running, That's what I I'm mean, saying. a couple months ago this season when they were still thinking maybe he'll come back at the right. tail end of this season, he posted some videos of his workouts on his own social media. It looked like it He's hurt. running on a treadmill, and you can see on a treadmill he's gingerly favoring that knee. Not at all comfortable, can't run full speed, certainly doesn't trust cutting on that knee in any capacity. Or being a, I don't, a professional I, I don't see how he's playing again. Yeah. I, do have, I do have a question, um, and I have some more bull stuff to tell you about later, which will also anger you probably. <laughs> but 
should we be questioning the Bulls medical staff on this? Like, I don't want I know it's a different set of guys and it all goes back. I just, I go back to watching Lou Aldang play when they put the needle in his back and he oh, was God. like, the uh, near death spinal tap. And he, you know, Ugh. he didn't want to talk about it, but off the court, he was like, uh, terrified, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing. And, mm-hmm. and I know they've changed. We know that the D Rose knee injuries didn't go as planned. The recoveries didn't go as planned. And now Lonzo's got a knee injury and he's headed for his third surgery. It's not going as planned. Is it possible that this is all just bad luck and three guys? Or is it possible that we somehow in a city with great medicine all around us don't know what we're doing? It's possible. With each time it happens, it gets harder and harder to believe that it's just a coincidence. And harder and harder to deny to free agents. Yeah. Even if you've changed everything over, mm-hmm. they know what happened to Derrick Rose. They know what happened to Lou All, and now they see Lonzo Ball. If you're a free agent, you have to at least ask your agent, hey, can you dig into that? Oh, yeah. What's going on? Well, that's depressing. I wasn't really thinking of that. I just thought his knee was... I, it it might be. It might be. It might have nothing to do with it. They might be the greatest doctors in the world. I'm just saying this is happening a lot to the Bulls. This yeah. is three times now where it's kind of brought, been brought into question, and I, I don't know what the answer is, uh, but it's getting you know, uncomfortable. Some of it could just be the makeup of these individuals. Yes. I mean, like yes. Derek Rose Derek makes sense turned that out to have yes. some, some glass knees. and. Yep. Um, you know, maybe some people say that that season, that lockout condensed season where they played 66 games and he was kind of playing and then resting a little bit, playing and then resting a little bit. The tips pushed him a little too hard. Yeah, and then that, you know, game one that, of that playoff yeah, series. All of it. I, I don't care about the thing about like, oh, he shouldn't have been in the game late in the fourth quarter or whatever. It's a playoff game and it's Tibbs. You knew he wasn't pulling to start until that <laughs> one was O-V-E-R over. Yeah. But the, the risks were there. And it's not like this is new with Lonzo when he arrived with the Bulls. He had issues with the lower half of his body injuries in college. He had issues with injuries in the lower half of his body at the beginning of his career with the Lakers. He had issues with injuries with the Pels. Mm. They knew he was an injury-prone player when they signed him. They took that risk. No, sir. I don't like it. So maybe it's not the doctors. I hope it's not. Because that would be a bigger – that would be even a bigger picture problem for the Bulls if if that would would have been the case. So I'm hoping that's not – Hoping that's not, but obviously bad news. Right. And you ca- you cannot count on him at all. Zero. Pretend he's not even on the roster. Like, do everything you can to help him get back. If that means go see surgeons in another country, go to another country to have that surgery. I don't care right. where you go. Go to the best guy you can find. Trust whoever that person is. But you can't. You can't. Count you on obviously him hope again. the best for him. It would be a tragedy if his NBA career is over. But if like, that's the only outcome where the Bulls might be able to get a break and have his money come off the books so that they have a little bit more flexibility. But that, like, uh, I saw Bobby Marks uh, was tweeting about that, not this morning when this news came out, but when the Bulls officially shut him down for the season, saying uh, it's not a disabled player exception uh, scenario where the Bulls could get some of that uh, opportunity to bring in somebody new. Um, for the Bulls to come off of this Lonzo money, they would have to be deeming it a career-ending right. injury. A HOSA-type thing for oh, the Black right. which... At what, 25, 26 years old? You, Lonzo's not ready to do that, no, I no, assume. No. So, but if he can't walk up the stairs without pain, he may right. not have an option. And 
the money is guaranteed to Lonzo, and there, you know, no Bulls fan should be complaining about no. that. But it's just the Bulls are already in a tight spot financially this upcoming offseason, and you you have a player who doesn't look like he's ready to play anytime soon getting twenty million on your books. You know, bad. I, I appreciate this comment from Eco B, and he's saying that uh, longevity is a combo of luck and skill, and we must appreciate the Demars and LeBrons of the NBA. That's actually a pretty good point. For sure. Demar's awesome. Well, I wonder, I wondered if – are we paying for this? For the, is, this, is this what we had to pay? Is this our penance to the devil for having Jordan and Pippen and, and six championships? I mean, that, like, the rest, the rest of the history of the team is just going to be mired with, like, I mean, that's the injuries 90s. and bad selections and, we're 20, and freak we're 20, accidents. We're 25 years past that. We that's, were spoiled. Isn't that enough? You know, it is – if, if this is what – listen, if that was the trade-off, I'm happy to take it. But I just want to know that that's what it was. Yeah. Just tell me that's what it was, and then I don't have to watch anymore. Uh, 25 years. I don't know. It feels bad. All right. At uh, least you guys are like you guys are old enough that you remember the Bulls oh, yeah. pre-Dynasty a little bit, yes, right? or old enough that we don't, but either right. way, yes. <laughs> I just I, you're saying. was born, and then as soon as my brain knew what basketball was, and my eyes knew what basketball was, and my heart knew what my Bulls fan heart was, they were just winning championships every year. Right. That's how I was introduced to the NBA and the Bulls, and that it's just, it's been really hard to adjust to that the entirety of my adult life. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, sorry it's a difficult that. adjustment. <laughs> I just thought but that's hey. how it works. Oh, we, we we just win the championship every year. That's a fun plan. The winning is fun, a lot of fun. Uh, you know what else is fun? Foco. Chicago, Ooh. you've already got the best coverage for your favorite team, so get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Foco has you covered from Soldier Field to the living room, north side, south side. Hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. you got to get decked out like tomorrow with apparel from the leader in sports merchant collectibles, Foco. Looking for that perfect gift for the football fan in your life? Foco's got you covered with extra warm hoodies to fight the Lake Michigan breeze. Maybe you're getting ready for opening day at Wrigley Field. You might want a poncho. You might want a bobblehead. You might uh, want a hoodie. You might want all three. You might want a winter coat if you're going to you open it. You might want a Layers. Coat, a knit cap. <laughs> Check out Foco.com and click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code C-H-G-O for 10% off. Boom. Thank you. Uh, hey, Lawrence. Uh, hey, Matt Peck. <laughs> what time is it? Game time. Ooh. Boom. Game time. The Flip. hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Proud partner of CHGO. Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? 50-yard line at Soldier Field. Courtside at a Bulls game. Behind home plate. Floor seats at a concert. It's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you couldn't ever buy. You won't find a better deal this season on Chicago sporting events and concerts. We're so close to concert season in Chicago, you guys. Yeah. Let's go. Summer concerts. I saw the Wrigley lineup. GNR, by the way. Wrigley lineup is great. Ugh. Soldier Field lineup Ooh. is great. Pink. Pink's going to be there, I saw. Mm. Uh, we're looking at the uh, Big Ten tournament uh, session. Well, there's three. Cody right there. I can Big see Ten. him sitting next to K-Duck. <laughs> not working. There there's no, Cody and Kev yeah, having some right Islands at the United <laughs> Center right now. You won't find any better deals anywhere else. Game Time has been created by the fans for the fans, and it guarantees the lowest price. If you love CHGO, then you will love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description here on YouTube. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all 
your favorite events. It's good advice. I think good Cody, advice. I think Cody and Kevin used it today. They did. Mm-hmm. Jake, they're all there. Game time tickets. Beautiful. Uh, Use the CHGO. Uh, so are you ready for March Madness or are you ready for our March Madness? Yikes. Yes. We've already started it and with the yes. Bulls talk. And I decided, you know, the, the Bulls are one of my grievances. So I will, st- I will start us there. Even though they're not my number one grievance, I'm going to go out of order with a grievance that I have about the Bulls. And Jerry Reinsdorf. No. Okay. It's just that. Just checking. I'm, I'm so done with them beating good teams and then sucking against the Pacers like we talked, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just, it's absolute nonsense and it's gone on forever. Yeah. But I listened to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000 on my way home last it's night. It's funny, I thought he was going to say CH Joe Bulls. No, no, no. I watched them last <laughs> night. I did, yeah. I saw Big Dave with the fan. We had four of, wide. We had Schaefer in here. Plenty of hours there in the go. day. Yep, it's I watched like, it all. all the content. I Shout watched out to Waddle and Sylvie. I saw, I saw Peck throw his hat. I saw the oh, whole yeah. works. Here's the deal. Syl- Sylvie brought up a stat, and I, I hope I'm doing this justice. I believe I have everything right. He brought up a stat that blew my mind that he dug into. All right? Okay. Players in the NBA that have played a minimum of 500 games. You're talking about active players. You're talking about 100, roughly, players right now that have played mm-hmm. 500 games in the NBA. Worst winning percentages for those players. Oof. Where do you think right, Zach yeah. Levine ranks among those players? Because Zach Levine has played 500 games in the NBA. Where do you think he ranks among active players for winning percentage? Okay, so, so we're saying... Are, His winning percentage... Are you ordering it top to bottom or bottom to top? So, like, is, is the top of the rankings the worst record or is yes. the, the bottom I, of the rankings the worst record? Um, what a, yeah, of the number, 100 Number players. one would be the worst. Yeah. Number one is the worst. Okay, then I would guess... Somewhere in the top ten. I'm going number four. He has a three, like, 62 or three winning percentage. He's the worst winning percentage among active players in the NBA with 500 oh. games. So he's all the way bad. He is the top. Okay. Now, part of that. the bottom. Now, I can't. Again, you have to look at the whole picture on this. On paper, that sounds awful. And it is awful. Mm-hmm. He came, but he came from the Timberwolves, and then he went to the Bulls, who are also rebuilding. Ah, uh, the Twolves. The argument that you hold against our max player is that you're the guy that we're putting all our chips on for changing that. Yeah. Now, I know he's not Michael Jordan. And he's not Tim Duncan. He's not, he's, you know, he's not a lot of those players, not not LeBron, a top 10 player all time. No, he is not right. He's, (laughs) he's, he's a fringe all-star Accept that with yourself. So he's a scorer. He's not even a two-way player. Okay. That's one thing that drives me crazy about him and his decisions. So now then they went back to players in NBA history, 75 years of NBA basketball guys that played at least 500 games. Where do you think Zach's winning percentage ranks? Oh, gosh. Oh. All time? All time. 75 years of NBA basketball. Where does Zach Levine's personal winning percentage rank? Top, and it's, I, 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 top 20 among the like worst. It's like 360. Uh, I guess top 20 among the worst. You're correct. Yeah. 19th worst in NBA history. Now, again, some of this has to do with the Bulls. Let me tell you who's 22nd on that list. This, this, this part was a stake through, right through the heart. Eddie Curry is 22nd. Oh, God, wow. Eddie Curry. Zach's career-winning percentage is worse than Eddie Curry's. Oh, good Lord. They have two guys in the top 25, 
And now here's the part that I didn't quite, I, I was making turns, getting off the expressway. He lowered, he lowered the threshold, Sylvie did, to like 400 games. So now a lot more guys are in the right, active list. the pool list. gets larger. Yeah. You know who else I believe is in the top five for active players, 400 games? Tyrus Thomas. I don't know. Vooch. Vooch. Oh, Vooch. Uh, but wait, at, I mean, Vooch is a longer-standing vet than Zach, like I right? Said, that's the stat. I don't want. I want to put that as fact. I'm just saying. I, I know that he mentioned Vooch is in in the list. Okay. And it was like top five, <clears throat> and I was like, what? Well, again, Orlando, yeah. the biggest joke of an NBA the, franchise. But the Zach part drives me crazy. You just, I, I know they were in a hard spot, and you had to give the guy the max. And I like Zach Levine as the person. I hate his decisions late in the game. I hate the fact that. He had this great game last night, and I have to sit there and wonder after the game, is it because his family flew in to see him before his birthday on Friday? Yeah. That shouldn't creep into my head about my max okay. player. Okay, well, so. And there's a lot of other stuff going on. But when you have the worst winning percentage among all active players and the 19th worst in NBA history, and I haven't fact-checked this, I trust Sylvie on the numbers. <sighs> Guys, what are you going to do with that guy in the offseason? I'm not saying he's not a good player. But he's clearly, according to this, not a winning player. He's not elevating the other guys enough. What else could you say I, about it? I understand your grievance, and I understand why it makes you mad, Stucky. And, I mean, the, the, those stats about winning percentages, yeah, of course it can make you mad. I probably should have looked it up to verify it, but Sylvie knows what he's doing. <laughs> hey, it's close S enough. Sylvie. If he doesn't, it was great father. Don't question Sylvie when it comes to the Bulls. No one does their homework on the Bulls like Sylvie. That's right. That's Maybe why Carm. I'm going with it. Maybe Carm. Let, uh, Carm, <laughs> too. Um, I will play devil's advocate a little bit on what's, of, of some of what you said. You acknowledge the fact that he started his career in Minnesota, a yes. terrible, young, rebuilding mm -hmm. team that was not supposed to be winning games. Mm -hmm. Then came to Chicago and was put in the exact same situation. Let's also remind ourselves that he did so with some of the most appallingly bad laugh at yeah. it because it's so bad I know coaching mm -hmm. that the NBA has ever seen that's true also had to deal with a torn ACL and coming back from a torn ACL somewhere in there spanning his uh, departure from Minnesota and arrival in Chicago for sure does not get enough credit for the fact but made it all the way to all-star level played his way to being an all-star yeah. after an early season AC, or early career ACL tear you mentioned Impressive. like, oh, did he just like go off in Denver the other night because his family was there? What if, as someone who's admitted publicly that you've kind of tuned out the Bulls because they've been pissing you a off a hundred percent? If you look at Zach Levine's splits from December to now, better after that shaky early season start when he clearly was knocking off the rust and not mm -hmm. fully trusting his body yet and not trusting that knee yet, he's putting up all star numbers okay. from December to now. He is putting up 26, four and a half, four and a half on very efficient shooting like he did in his two consecutive all-star seasons. How efficient is the shooting in the final minute? See, that was my next question. If, if the game's the coming gene? down to the end, do you trust him to win a game? Like that was, that was the knock no. on Jimmy Butler for a while. People were saying, oh, Jimmy can't win and he can't hit the big shot. Derek can hit the big shot. Okay. Well, so most often the answer is no. Okay. Has Zach Levine had big moments in games that the Bulls win? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But that scale is definitely leaning towards the, no, he's not a clutch player. Because for a while there, 
Bulls fans were like, oh, why is it always DeMar taking the last shot? Why is it always DeMar taking yeah. the last shot? And then you see what happens when it's not DeMar taking the last shot. Yeah. Sometimes the Bulls can't even execute a play properly. Yeah, that's um, not great. Some of which is on Zach, some of which may be on his teammates or coaching. But no, I. but see, to me, the thing that frustrates me about Bulls fans is saying Zach Levine's not the, you know, closer in big games, not the 1A on a championship contending mm-hmm. team. So, therefore, the contract was a mistake. That's where I disagree. Like you said, they were in a tight spot. Yeah. The best decision at their disposal as far as their options was signing Zach to a max contract, which he earned and deserved, in my opinion. He's a max player. Bulls fans are like, well, he's not a super max player. Cool. He's not on a super max contract. <laughs> he's on a regular max contract. I do want more defense. After being one of the most grossly can, underpaid players in the NBA for Can I four want more years. defense? I just want more defense. Yeah. That's fair. It's sure. a fair criticism. I want better decisions late in the game, and I want more defense. If you're a fair max player, criticism. you should play on both ends. But it's floor. like, also, you say, well, what do they do now? Well, do they want to keep building with and around Zach, acknowledging that he is a player who is a star but flawed, knowing that he's probably not 1A on a championship contender, because you can still adjust what you have around Zach if it makes Zach and his teammates a better-suited group of players to, to win together. If you decide to trade him, you can. I, I think, think a lot of Bulls fans are like, oh, my God, untradeable contract. It's not. No, I don't think the so. The Bulls got calls about Zach from multiple teams at the trade deadline. They will get multiple calls about Zach again this summer because he is an all-star talent. And the salary cap's going up by 10 or $12 million this so summer. You it's going to go not? up again in a year after would that. Would you or would you not right now trade Levine? Depending on the package, sure. Maybe. Yeah. If the package was right. Like the package and I don't want to blame him was, for the whole thing. The I'm package not. that was rumored with the Knicks at the deadline, yeah. which mm. was like three of their firsts and a couple of the Knicks' young players, yes. I probably would have pulled the trigger on that. Yes. Yeah. And, and, again, I don't want to blame him for the whole thing. I admit I haven't watched – Every Bulls game this year, I cut them off at one point when they started frustrating me with, oh, look, we won this game, and then they suck against the other teams. So I've cut them off. And also, I don't want to give the front office the free pass on, well, if Lonzo were here, I don't doubt that this team would be better with Lonzo, but they would also still be in the middle of probably nothing. Like, Lonzo is not Michael Jordan. You take one player off another team – he would make them better. Would they really be relevant in the NBA? Would they be a top six, seven team in the NBA? No, I don't believe it. I mean, that first I don't believe no. it for a second. That's, if that, they had him, would they be somewhere closer to but, avoiding the play-in as opposed to trying to get into it? Yes, I believe so. Right, yeah. but is that but getting you anywhere? Is it getting yeah, you anywhere? If you're in the top six, you're at least in the mix. I mean, I the they were playing. So, they were the first damn team in the East, and the things that the, the Bulls are missing are last year. the glaring weaknesses of the roster. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, I took up half the show because I had Bulls grievances. Does anybody else have a grievance that makes them mad? Hearing Stucky airs no. Bulls grievances. No more grievances. Um, yeah, well, mine is what it usually is, and he said it. We talk about this new front office, and maybe they're not all they were cracked up to be when we were finally mm. excited that we got rid of guard packs. I, I, when Bulls fans in our comments are like, they're just as bad or worse than yeah. car packs. I'm like, car packs in disguise. Stop. Slow it. Check yourself. Slow it. They're still on year three of the gig. They may have made a few missteps here. Let's see if they can correct it and figure it out and keep going. Um, but the fact that we have to preface every conversation about what the Bulls should do as far as roster construction with, well, we know, we know they're not going to be a luxury team. That's what pisses me off. <laughs> every minute of every freaking day. 
and we know who that anger and frustration should be directed towards. We all know. Ryan's That's dork. what pisses me off all the time as a Bulls fan. Yeah, he sucks. And he's also ruining the White Sox. <laughs> Two of our five major teams. So that, that's a grievance for you? Yeah, 40% of the teams are owned by Jerry <laughs> Reinsdorf. That Chicago sucks. Chicago freaking Bulls. You know, they're always top five when it comes to money, different revenue streams, rating, whatever, whatever. Yeah. In the U.S., globally, they're also top five. They're the brand. They are. I mean, it's, they're everywhere. They're the freaking Bulls. And they act like this little mom-and-pop shop organization uh, who's like, oh, we better have more dollars today than we had yesterday. Hate it. It's, it's the worst. I have a uh, NBA-based, not necessarily a Bulls one. All right. Uh, load management. Oh, yeah. You know because who was railing on load management recently? DeMar DeRozan. Was it really? Mm-hmm. I just think that I, I, I saw this from Anthony Edwards uh, like a few, like a week ago, and he said that, I should come on camera for this. Hi. Uh, he said that you never know. He was telling teammates or whatever, you never know who's going to be in the stands. It could be a family that can only afford one game, and yep. you're going to sit out because you're tired. Like, you know, we're NBA players. You know, it's like, what are you guys doing? And then for me personally, I like gambling on the NBA mm-hmm. using <laughs> DraftKings, Coach CHGO. And when I place a bet at 2 in the afternoon on a game, thinking that a player is playing, and then I find out at 7 p.m. that that guy is not actually playing, yeah. and that it's, I'm actually just wasting money on DraftKings, that annoys me thoroughly. It, yeah. That is a grievance. Charles Barkley's uh, been hot Damn in it. the news with that lately, yeah. saying to guys, like, listen, I'm pretty sure the guys working construction yeah. aren't going load management. They're yeah. going to work. Yeah, and exactly. I will say that is, that is true for the fans. Now, that said, if the Bulls were a contending team right now, right? And, mm-hmm. and say Zach Levine was, had turned into a max superstar. He's a top 10 player in the league, all those great things. And the Bulls are back, and they're, they're back to almost like where they were with D. Rose and Dang and all those guys. Um, I would be okay with if they managed the minutes of their superstar so that he was ready for the playoffs. Okay, but, but, are you talking about managing minutes, as in keeping your star player's uh, minutes down from like 40 I to was, closer to 30? When I was, or taking games off? Don't be I was in San Antonio when Pop started this with Popovich. Now we'll say that it's bad, but he is sort of the guy that started it. He started doing it with Tim Duncan and David Robinson a lot. And then right. it was Ginobili. And there it was, was even that one time on the injury report when he put Tim on the injury report and he said Tim Duncan dash old on why he was on <laughs> the mean, injury yeah. report. It was, it was obvious that he, these guys didn't have a real injury and he was like, well, we have to save him for the playoff run if we're going to compete with the Lakers and Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. So, listen, I, under, I understand both sides of it. The league needs to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. I tend to lean towards... Be growing up in the 90s, old-fashioned, yeah. play. Are you healthy enough to play? Yeah. Play. Play. Um, Make your body stand I mean, up to it. Jordan came back after turning his body from a baseball basketball yeah. body into a baseball body back to a basketball body. And in the three seasons of their second three-peat, he played 82, 82, yeah. 82. 48 minutes, as my guy Norm Van Leer said. I'm, I'm sorry. You are a professional athlete, and you are getting paid Handsomely, a be a money. professional athlete. Ten if you figures. can play, get out there and play. Ten figures, some of these contracts. You can't That's stop wild. a guy from taking off plays. So go ahead and take off some plays during the game. I'm cool with that. Yeah. The Nuggets took the whole yeah, game Zach, off last night. Zach does that on the defensive end all the time. 
LeBron hasn't played defense since 2017, and everybody yeah. praises him for his longevity. Congratulations. It's an accomplishment. You know, uh, all-time leading points getter in NBA history because of that longevity and because he takes very good care of his body. He also takes possessions off, and he takes nights off. Sure. No, no, that's all very true. We don't need to hate LeBron. That's all very true. I always need to hate LeBron. You <laughs> know this morning. I know. I know. know. I'm just saying. Give all the right. guy a break. We've, we have more. Things that make me mad. <laughs> LeBron James all the time. Perfect. I thought that was going to be your first one. We have plenty of March <laughs> madness still coming on the podcast. Things we're angry about. and uh, But first, I know something you're not angry about, and that is DraftKings. Oh. You know? I, I DraftKings, we just mentioned them. By the way, if you haven't heard, I won big on the Super Bowl. I signed up. I got my. I didn't place my five dollar bet. I turned it into two hundred dollar bonus in bonus bets, and I walked away with a check near six fifty. Woo! Wow! There you go. It's wild. Love that. Thank you. My my and Super Bowl winnings have started to dwindle because I retire. I retired. Cash out. Walking away out, I did, out on top. I le- I left a little <laughs> bit in there just in case I want to hit March Madness and Cubs baseball preseason picks, but I I took it off the books. Okay. Off the board. Took yeah, my chips, walked out. I love parlays. But I've already, I've already, I've already started. I've already right got now. some parlays I've down already. for the NBA on TNT doubleheader tonight. Oh, I, I have no. a nine-teamer going in, in college hoops right now. I, it's probably just, dead at just, this point. Just check no the idea. injury report first, Lawrence. No, no, no. I just threw it I all want, out there. I, I, I feel like postseason basketball and also March Madness, I'm going to get involved. And I know there are – I'm mad at myself for not picking Schwarber to be the National League home run king, as I said he was going to be last year. And it was money that I left on the table. Yeah. It's okay. You can always come up with a fresh one. Use code CHGO when you sign up. DraftKings. Our people. I love them. I, I, I've been doing pretty well. Oh, I lost. NBA this season. Oh, uh, Lawrence. Who, who did it? Uh, so sorry. Uh, Marquette. Oh, my How God. much money do you think Cody has put on uh, Illinois to win their tourney game today? Oh, man. He probably hedged it. I think already, so. Yeah. Boy, that's, probably hedged that's his bad. emotions. Well, it would be rough to be like well. having a panic attack because you're an Illini fan and it's a close game while also having a lot of money riding on it. I never know right. if Cody, like, he gets into the, he does a few NBA bets, but I never know if Cody's going to bet more on, like, Illinois basketball playing somewhere else or whoever it might be, like, his favorite teams, or if he's just going to go crazy on Detroit Mercy one night. Yeah, I, I got Cody sprinkles some, all fields. Some of the college hoops bets that I've seen on Cody's Twitter <laughs> timeline are ri- just ridiculous. I'm like, yeah. I didn't even know that was a school. Yeah, and like, like how are, are you I'm scouting these teams? Like, what, did, how do you know? Who did about he interrupt teams? yesterday? Sean and Cody were screaming over there while another podcast was going on over. It was the Syracuse shot. Oh, oh well, yeah. at least, at least you've heard of Syracuse. They're betting on like you know Fairleigh Dickinson, and Jim Cody's Bayham, like, I don't even know way. where Fairleigh Dickinson is. Yeah, good riddance to Jim Bayheim. Yeah, get the hell out. I'm, I'm. See you I, later. My grievance right. would have been with him, but he's you know my gone. Luke likes people that Luke so much alike. They might be twins. You know who he looks exactly a, like? He's a guy look a lot like nose. The dad from Alf. Look it up. Willie. Willie. Wow. Look up Willie from Alf. Those same glasses, thinning hair on top. Elf. You have to find Elf. the right picture, but he looks like he. Oh my been God, he does look like Jim Beheim. <laughs> yeah. yeah, holy shnikes! His yeah. name is Max something. Am I great, right? Great Creepy. show. Great show. Elf is a good show. Max. Well, I forgot Max? his name was Willie. You mean the actor? Yeah. Hold on. I believe it's Max. Uh, Max Wright with a W. Hey now. Look at that! Wow. My knowledge of Elf. Oh. Random oh. old school TV I trivia. Love get Elf. paid for that. I loved Elf. <laughs> That question came up at some bars ah. trivia night. 
Nobody there would know that. Max Wright. Alien life form. Absolutely not. That did not ring a bell at all. Then again, I wasn't like watching ALF as it was airing. I mean, that's because you weren't born. A little too old for me. Yes, I know. I I knew Law knew what I was talking about. Love ALF. (laughs) We even knew the guy's name. That's impressive. Yeah, that's me. All you kids out there, it was an alien that came down and lived on the planet. ALF, alien life form. ALF. As opposed, hey, to, as opposed to KLF, they're going to rock you. Mm-hmm. So anyways, DraftKings, make sure oh, you yeah. uh, sign up. Use the promo code CHGO. New users, 5 bucks, $200 in bonus bets. They break those into $25 bets for you, and boom. It's free money in your pocket, basically. Yeah. You can't screw it up. My advice would be go big on them. Mm-hmm. Having done it, that's my advice. Don't go, make sure you put some parlays on those so you don't have to hit all of them. You have to win a couple of them, and you've... Yeah. And that money nice is payday. yours to do with what you play. Yeah, well, it might give you the base to then wager on baseball and basketball and football the rest of the year. Sure. If you want to. 16 Bulls games remaining. Here's a tip. Fade don't, the Bulls. Don't. Fade <laughs> the Bulls. Oh. I, I, I told everybody in pregame last night, I was like, oh, it's only minus nine for the Nuggets to cover? Easy money, yeah. and then yeah. the Bulls win by twenty. Yeah. In yeah. Best fashion. advice is just not bet the Bulls. That those you have yeah. no idea what you're going to get every no. night. No, I, I, I said last night I checked my calendar just to make sure it wasn't April first. They beat the Nuggets. Yeah. What? They're winning. Let me turn this on. Nonsensical. Uh, let me tell you about another partner we're excited about, guys. Oh, another one? Circle K. Hey! Oh, local. Circle, Love K. Circle K. Yeah, for the best coffee, beer, snack selection, premium gas. Look out for the freebies and giveaways down the road. I love when I hit a, take a road trip and I stop into Circle K. I like to go to the one Arlington Heights Road in Buffalo Grove. So it's where 83 Elmhurst Road meets Arlington Heights yeah. Road. Mm-hmm. On my way to my in-laws, that's the way we go a lot of times. Pull into that Circle K. It's right next to a McDonald's. Skip the McDonald's. Ugh. I go into the Circle K, and I pick up a Twix. Yeah. Maybe a little pretz, some pretzels to go with that. Twix are my go-to Love a Twix. road. If I'm going a far distance, say I'm going to, in the summertime, driving up to Wisconsin, you're going down to Michigan, whatever, I... I'm one of those guys, I will fall asleep at the wheel if I don't have a little <laughs> caffeine. And a tea, is, a tea is not enough for me oh, in no. the car, okay? No. It's not. Not when, not when the pine trees are going, <laughs> and, and the hum of the road. I, it's the only time I do it, boom. I go in and get a Red Bull. I'm good for the day. Wow. I chug that Red Bull before I hit the car. By the time I get there, I'm ready for vacation. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm all Kramer. hopped up on the Red Bull. Yeah. I don't see you as a Red Bull guy. Yeah, not uh, a Red Bull question. guy. Original Red Bull or sugar-free Red Bull? Because I go sugar-free Red oh, Bull. I've never tried you still the get the caffeine kick, yeah. but you don't get the sugar crash. But well, what does it have? Like, health-wise, what is the supplement for the sugar? Is it some kind of weird well, you know, syrup? Some weird artificial yeah. I haven't. I, have not, I, I haven't know. tried it. I, I just go the regular Red Bull. I usually just need the small... Smallest size can, but sometimes all they have is the big can. At other mm-hmm. Circle K's oh. got all of it, obviously. Some of those larger but if you Circle get stuck K, going like to a lesser truck stop store. Circle K's, you see like the trucker sized ones. You're yeah. like, oh my god, I didn't even know they <laughs> yeah. made cans that big. Yeah, and you feel like your bladder is going to explode <laughs> the second you drink it. It's and like your heart, but that's a whole. Other and your heart, stuff. yes, you start sweating. Anyways, I love Circle K. A lot of locations. I like that one in Buffalo Grove. Thanks to Circle K for sponsoring CHGO. Visit the nearest Circle K to you and pick up all your favorite finds. Is there a snack you like on the road? Snack I like on the road. Uh, Haribo gummy bears. Oh, yeah, Mm. that's good. Um, 
But I mean, definitely a Twix bar is Twix a good bar idea. is that's again do, a do little you go sugar. Original Twix or yes. peanut butter Twix? No, no original peanut Twix. butter. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm not big on the. I'm not good. I'm not big on peanut butter with my candy necessarily. Oh, I'll well, have that's some. That's insanity. I mean, because I'm not a Reese's, Reese's guy. Oh and, my. And and I'm not. Oh, I'm a Twix guy. Got to get the eggs. Blasphemy. The, the, and I'm also not a guy. Eggs. If if I'm going to get a you know custard Sunday or something in the summertime, uh-huh. Culver's wherever it might be. I know. Do not put peanuts on a Sunday. Well, hold on now. Hot fudge sauce? Yes. Wait a minute. Caramel? Yes. Whatever oh. other sauce you want to put on it? Yes. Nuts on a Sunday? Peanut or, buster or parfait? Or the Nutty Buddy cone? No, 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 no. No thanks. Peanut buster parfait, Derek? No. I- no. I'm just, I'm surprised. I didn't know people over the age of 12 still ate ice cream sundaes. <laughs> oh, why not? I'm well over the age of 12. <laughs> That's you, what I'm surprised. Like, you, not, you haven't. I like ice cream. What about you go to Wrigley Field? You don't want to get a little Cubs cap with no. a batting helmet with a little no. ice cream? No. No. <laughs> no. Wrigley, all I'm consuming, beers, dogs, and maybe beers. a beef. Nah. Maybe a Polish. You know, what? they got that those great new meat stands in, in the bleachers. What about a bag of peanuts? Bag of peanuts? I might munch oh, on a few yeah. peanuts. Gotta, sure. have a peanuts. gotta have a bag of peanuts. Gotta have a bag of peanuts. I gotta have a hot dog. Just give and me beers and dogs, man. Old style. Sometimes I'll go to the chocolate malt, but I really prefer Sunday to finish it all off. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Nonsense. That's I just mean, me. you do you. That's just me. <laughs> I'll have a bunch of Goose Island before I go in there. Of course you will. That's the base. Ah, yeah. Ah. All right, we're talking about things that make us mad on March Madness. Oh, my gosh. Who wants to go next? What else makes you mad? We are, we like 11 we minutes are 45 minutes in, and we haven't mentioned the Bears yet. Uh, <laughs> I, I have to talk about the Bulls every freaking day. Okay, well, we're done and with the Bulls. I am, I am optimistic, more so than I have been in a long time, about the Bears this offseason. So excited to see what they do in the draft. They're going to trade down once. They're going to trade down multiple times. I'm putting my faith in Ryan Poles right now. I'm putting my faith behind Justin Fields to be that dude. Me too. But as far as what makes us mad, you guys Ooh. probably saw it. There were a few more tweets from a few different NFL reporters this morning that Rodgers and the Jets Rogers. are talking. Please, for the love of God, go away. You know what makes me mad? Forever. The entire life of my Bears fandom, the Bears have been the nail to the hammer in this so-called rivalry with a team that I hate more than any NBA team. I hate the Packers. I will yell at strangers walking down the street in Packers gear. (laughs) That's how much I hate them. I hate their team. I hate their organization. I hate their fans. And they beat us all the freaking time. They beat us at Soldier Field. Their quarterback says, we own you. I still own you. And he's not wrong. I hate it. Also, the two Hall of Fame quarterbacks that have been dominating this Packers-Bears rivalry, so-called rivalry, for the entirety of my life are Terrible people. Yeah. Losers. Terrible. Brett Favre literally caught robbing from the poor to give to the rich Scumbag. slash himself. Yes. Scumbag. Aaron Rodgers, uh, conspiracy I, theorist, blowhard idiot. Oh, yes. I'm going to go drink some ayahuasca in a dark cave by myself for four days. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. You're a douche. Get over yourself. Get out of the NFC North. God, I hate that. Yeah. Oh, oh. He's, he's the most annoying athlete of all time. I hate him. I used to hate John Starks and some of these other guys. Aaron Rodgers is the pinnacle of, I want him to just get out of Green Bay. But at, then there's a part of me that draws it back in. It says, listen, his skills are diminishing. And the thing that will really sink the Packers is his albatross of a contract for another year because they're not winning the Super Bowl next year with or without him. Mm-hmm. So that part of it, I think about it twice. But I just want him to go away. Stop telling us that you 
I don't know why everybody's asking me. Because you went on a podcast and you left the darkness retreat two days early. And the first thing you did was jump on a podcast. With You, you ate feces for two days and you decided it wasn't <laughs> enough for you. And then you came out. And no woman will stick with you because you're absolutely bonkers. Your family won't talk to you. Go away. His own family doesn't like him. Take yeah. the ponytail. You were a great quarterback. I'll give you that. I don't like you. But the, I, I mean, don't the like question you. is, would you rather he just go away so we don't have to be done with him? No, or, or so we don't have to deal with him? Or would you like to see Justin Fields and an improving Bears team end him? Because that would obviously be way more satisfying, yeah, it but it's less likely of an outcome. Yeah. It's less of a certainty of as opposed to him just leaving. But, like, I know he wasn't in a Packers jersey anymore, but shout out to our guy, Corey Wooten. Woot, woot. The oh, Bears. Amen. When you got to watch him end Favre's career mm. with a sack. Amazing. God, how satisfying was that? It's amazing. Very. Yeah. Very. I would love to see something similar happen to Aaron Rodgers. I Sacked would, by a Bears defensive too. end, career over. By the way, he doesn't win a Super Bowl with the Jets either, even if he is Aaron Rodgers at his peak because he still has to go through yeah, Patrick of, Mahomes and the Chiefs. He's got to go through the Bengals. He's got to go through the Bills. Yeah. They're lucky if they're the fourth best team in the AFC. You still if have that. the Chargers. You still have the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He's not winning a Super Bowl. No, and you know, frankly, uh, if he yeah. did it with the Jets, I w it would actually that that's not the worst case scenario because the Packer fans would absolutely be so miserable over it that mm. he left and won with another team. True. Oh, yeah. They're they're all trying to talk themselves into believing in Jordan Love right now, which I love because they're all sick of Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, I love that idea. I don't. Which is love hilarious. Him. I mean, it's like I don't think Jordan Love is all that great, but I love the fact that Packers <laughs> fans are just so over Rodgers and his bullshittery yes that they're like willing to believe in this guy and wave goodbye to a hall of fame quarterback who's still i mean rogers is no spring chicken anymore but you have to assume he's still got several seasons of good quarterbacking left maybe and they're willing maybe to he left say it all in the darkness uh, i didn't hate i didn't i didn't dislike the guy that much when it was discount double check i oh, respected I him he's yeah. just gone from here to like the top of the mountain. He's just the biggest loser. I, yeah. I can't stand listening to anything he says. I don't. I don't want to hear him on a podcast, so I don't. And but then I career, have to read the transcript of it. I come yeah. across it on Twitter by accident. And I'm like, I get sucked back in, and I'm like, oh, this. And guy. the worst part is his career record against our beloved Bears yes. is like 45 and two. Yeah, it's, not, it's ridiculous. Uh, Dion Allen says, "Can't lie. I want one more season just to beat him." As petty as that sounds. Doesn't sound one petty. Sounds, with the but if it doesn't like happen, justice. I can't take it. I can't take right. another. It's, I can't take him beating them that? one more time. You willing yeah. to risk that? You willing to no. risk losing to Rodgers at Soldier no, Field again? I hate it. Uh, God, I hate it. I just hoped he was going to like the darkness and stay there. I'm right. Gonna, when he was like, I'm going to go spend four days in the darkness. I was like, four days? Try four months. Try four decades. By the way, Luke, you, you sort of looked directly at me when you were saying... You hated him, and is that because I'm a Luca-like for him? Because I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's right. You're when wrong. I first met you, that, and we were assembling yeah, these shocking. chairs together, Lawrence, yeah, yeah. I put together the Luca-like. Mm -hmm. I showed it to you. We took like, that. You had oh a green dear. hoodie the one day. Yeah, and, and I, I was did, like, stand I did right have there. My COVID. Uh, uh, oh, you had the long hair, hair. Had the ponytail. I was, like, I was oh my a God, little. This guy looks like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. 
I think you said it. I did. When we were yeah. building the chair. And, I, I, and it took all of my willpower to not <laughs> judge that human book by its right. cover. Had Law walked in with like, feces on his face. I don't know if this guy knows he looks like Aaron yeah. Rodgers, but it's not a great way to yeah. make friends in Chicago. <laughs> right. No. If he would have walked in eating a turd, I would have said that could be Aaron <laughs> Rodgers coming out of the darkness, but it wasn't. Yeah, I, th- I feel like, like, like you said about the discount, double check, like five years ago when someone said, hey, yeah, you, you kind of look bad. like Rodgers. I was like. That's fine. Yeah, and then he became, like you said, when he went up to here, I was like, Ugh. this effing guy, I don't want people to when be called that to me. When like, he had touchdown celebration and put the game away and was yelling, I still own you to the Bears fan crowd. Oh, I mean, I, my blood pack. boiled. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Ooh. You should have that checked out. Uh, I have an NFL uh, <laughs> thing got, that I Bob? hate. Uh, how come it's 2023 and we still have a couple of septuagenarians uh, using chains to, like, measure the first down line? <laughs> What the hell are we doing? Yeah, it's... We could put a computer chip in the football. They literally do. They've admitted this. Mm-hmm. They could even deflate it Soccer to do balls it. have computer chips oh, in them now. Oh, everything does. To do does. the goal line technology. Oh, my God. Yeah. And instead, we got these old guys that are just like running out there and measuring with the chain gang. Right. How the hell is that accurate? What? Okay. What are we doing? You're right. That is absurd. But which part of it angers you more? The chain gang on the sideline that might not be the same as where the ball is on the field or the completely randomized spotting of the ball from some one of the, you know, half a dozen refs on the NFL field who just come in and be like, oh, I think that's about where his knee went down. It's crazy. And then, you know, you you get like a dozen 300-pound gentlemen in a a scrum, right? And they're trying to figure out, well, did the ball cross the line of scrimmage? Did he get the first down? I don't know. Put a fucking chip in the ball. (laughs) And then, like, you have a computer that geotracks exactly where it was, and then you know. And guess what? There's a chip in the football already. Yes. What are we doing? Multiple governments around the world right now know exactly where I'm at. Let's be honest. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So we ought to be able to figure out where the football is. We should. We should be able to. That's a but great point, Law. That's very, very, I'm very, very angry. astute. We're very angry. We, I feel like we've been in the last, I don't know, half a decade or so, getting really cranky about the poor quality of NFL officiating. Yeah. The poor quality of umpiring in MLB. Yeah. And the poor quality of NBA officiating. Shout out to Fred Van Vliet. Who Shout went out to Rockford's Rockford Fred Van, Van Vliet, who Rocktown. just went on one mm. at NBA officials after yeah. uh, the, their game the other yeah. night. I'll, I'll take a fine. Ben which, Taylor, you fucking suck. That's which, basically what which he Which one are, yeah. do we think is in the worst shape right now? Slash Stucky, I'm curious. I haven't talked to Baseball you about this. Baseball guys are bad. The pitch too. clock Ugh. thing. How, how do we feel? Oh, I'm all in on all it. All in on it's it. It's already cut minor uh, spring training games down by 30 minutes. Yeah, Love that. Huh? Love, Love that. I don't have enough time in, yeah. on this planet to be wasting another 30 Baseball minutes Baseball games are night. so long. I, I yeah. said today on, on the Cubs podcast, I said, cool, you've done a good thing. Cut them down a good 30 minutes. Next year, Shave another five seconds off the pitch clock. Love it. Cut it down even more. I said, you go to a batting cage, do you think the batting cage waits for you to adjust your gloves, adjust your crotch, switch, twist yeah. around a few times, struggle a little bit, struggle the right coming. foot in, go off the mound? No, it's coming. And if you're not ready, it's going to hit you in the face. Yeah. That's the way it should be at a baseball game. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go. I'm, I'm glad we I'm all eye about eye. But who has clock. the worst referees? It's just all of them. They're all They're terrible. They're all bad. And I mean, I'll say this though. Angel for the for the uh, oh, Angel Fernandez is the worst. Why would you want to be a referee? What would what would make you decide to be when that you guy? do your job well? You are ignored. That's right yeah. by the people who watch you do your job. So, when you make questionable decisions or maybe have a, a tough day at the office doing that job, 
everyone hates you. Yeah, it's I a fair question to wonder why like people are like, on a yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's what I really want to do. I really want to be a ref. <laughs> It's like being on a podcast. I mean, I feel like, you know, Carm should be a referee for all sports. When you have a good show, nobody's watching. Are are Cubs fans not showering y'all with enough love? Listen. Come on now, Cubs fans. I'm going to tell you right now, I think we have a chance to have a really good podcast season because Cubs fans were there at the end of the last season, and they were there in the offseason, and they've been leading up through spring training. If the Cubs can get off to a a good start, you'll see how many still love Cubs baseball. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. fact that there were people tuning in all of last season, well, not all, but once, once, once the writing was on the wall with the Cubs last year, yeah. which was fairly early on, when you retain viewership through a season like that, or like shout out to RCHO Blackhawks crew, who have gone through a tough awesome. one this year. People still tuning in to watch that. It, again, it speaks to just Chicago sports fans across the board and how insanely passionate they are. And how passionate we are even when we're angry. Thus... I feel like anger and yeah, passion are the same thing. Yeah. At least in, in the dictionary in my brain, that's the same thing. Well, we uh, made it through the whole show. Yeah, I mean, I could keep going, by the way. <laughs> I, I could, too. We don't have time, do we? I, I had more grievances. I had DePaul basketball I mean, we could, on my know, list. We, I had, we could rip a few off quickly if you want. I mean, there's well, my, really, Okay, my next one that I didn't no have limit real to quick a podcast was DePaul loop. basketball. That was the thing I loved before Jordan came to town as a kid. Mark and Wire. sure, sure, Yeah, the, sure they won last night. Great. Could you be relevant again? Can't you go on a Loyola run? There's no reason yeah. you shouldn't be able to recruit and be bigger yeah. than Marquette. Every single season. Yeah. They're recruiting Wisconsin. You're recruit. Go out and talk to Phoenix Gill tomorrow. Yeah. Tell him, you know what? Dude. You can go to Illinois where your dad did, or you can be a superhero in Chicago Shout and out. go to DePaul. I saw Sorry, Kendall, Kendall post some highlights from their tournament the that they're going deal. through right now. Dude, Phoenix Gill is mm-hmm. no joke. They play Simeon tomorrow. Uh, yep. So we'll yep. see if they can win that one. They got more time. St. Ignatius. Stubblefield, man. get on it. Get over there. Yeah, I mean, so Stubblefield. some of those Chevy Blazers on over. Yeah, Stubblefield came from Kentucky. I'm sure Coach Cal taught him how to grease the wheels, if you know what I'm mm. saying. I mean, let's, let's you know, you got to pay someone. I mean, like, how, how long is it? Been? Like, when I was a kid, okay. I loved watching, like, those Q-Rich DePaul teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Q-Rich. Yeah. That's, like, the last time that and I was ever excited even, about DePaul and, basketball. And those teams and weren't was, even really their last Two decades Their ago? last tournament appearance was 2004, I think. Yeah, yeah. so two decades ago. Yeah. Holy Lord. I was, I was, uh, yes, I was yeah. with them in, uh, maybe it was 05, because I was with Dave Lato and they were in Seattle and they played in Seattle. Dave They Lato. lost to Stanford. But like, it's been way too it's long. It's been a long time. It's been, it's long been time. so long that Dave Lato's come back and coached yes. again and yes. gone again. Oh yeah. my God. Should not happen. When you uh. were like four years in a row, the number one seed in the NCAA tournament in my childhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that's a long time ago. There's, there's just no excuse to be recruiting in the city of Chicago and not have a program that's better than Marquette. Ray Meyer, let's go. Catholic also, school, bring Catholic back school. Those cool, yeah. they, they, they did throw back to the unis this year. Just make those the, the full-time unis. They're beautiful. Yeah, And I, I hope agree. they beat Seton Hall. And, yes, I hope, I hope they make a great run. But I'm just saying they were 9-22 this year. Yeah. Ooh. So I want, I want more than that. I know. I want them to go into the tournament being the favorite or one of the two, two seed, three seed, something like that. Anyways, you got anything else you want to hit real quick? I mean, Peck, you got any other? I have, a, I have like a nine that I can still go to if you want. But <laughs> I mean, like, I, I feel like I've, I've, I'm mostly upset with the Bulls okay. right now. Yeah. Right. I'm always upset and the Bears, always with the Bears. just the Bears losing the Packers rivalry, but I am hopeful. 
I'm Aaron optimistic Rogers. as a Cubs fan that they'll be Me at too. least Super more competitive chat. and watchable this season compared to last. And honestly, I, I'm, I know what the Blackhawks are going through right now, and they're going through the hard, ugly part. But Oof. based on some of the changes they've made at the top and like being very public and facing yeah. uh, forward with dealing with some of the gross skeletons and their yeah. very recent clauses, like you got to give the Blackhawks credit for what they're trying to do. Seem right to now. be on the right path yes. with new leadership. Yes, super chat Enrique. But on a day to day basis, everything hurts and I'm dying. Yeah, <laughs> go Wolfpack. Sup law. Two Iggy shoutouts. Love it. Yeah. What's up? All right, Enrique. Hit us, hit us with a string of your your anger of and, and hatred. Okay. Well. Uh, let's start with uh, replay issues. Uh, in the MLB, we are going to replay because a guy uh, who's sliding in the second base, did he, did he actually come off the bag for .2 seconds and did the tag stay on? That's just not the spirit of the rule. If the guy pops up, he's safe. Like, if he beats the throw, he's safe. What are we doing? If you're Why? wrong about the call at second base, I don't care. I mean, come on. Uh, NCAA but basketball. See, the, the other side of that coin is if we have the technology yeah, no, no, to no, make no. sure we no, get the call right, just, then make then the put call a, right. Then no. put a chip in the players. Yeah, it's just, it's just well, too— just watch robots <laughs> play baseball. Well, no, but it's just— that's not the spirit of the rule, though. We're like we're like yeah. going back to Zapruder film style. Like, oh wait, let's from this angle, it looks like maybe it's still touching his jersey. Yeah, Javi yeah. made like, it popular, why? but and I'm sick why? of it now. And replay review in the Super Bowl, yeah. there were two plays that were reviewed where one of them I was like, oh, that, oh, that's a catch, and it was yeah. ruled not a catch. Well, they don't even. Well, know and then that one rule. where I was like, no, that's not a catch, and they were like, yep, that's a catch. That's eh, a rule. That so. was that was one of my things. Is dear NFL, what is a catch? What's a catch? Because every still week, don't know. every week you get Mike Pereira or whatever former yeah. official on your broadcast yeah. explaining this dissertation about well you got to have the two feet down and then there's a th- you have to make a football move and football the third step and if that hockey league can what flex during this catch then it's what a catch. are we doing? Tell me what a catch is. You look at it. He caught the ball. He went down. He caught the ball. That's enough. Okay, AK with a super chat four ninety nine from AK. Shout he out says, AK. Grievances one. LJ greater than, than MJ. That's, Stupidness. Yeah, that's, that's not a good idiot. Yeah, that's just yeah. dumb. Two, I own the Bears. Yep. I, I agree. Too. Terrible. Three, organizations, not players, win championships. Ah, uh, Peck. Ooh, I think okay. That's well, a good I, one. Okay, I, yeah. I do my best to never speak ill of the dead. Hmm. Jerry Krause built some excellent championship rosters. I once peed next to him at the uh, Maryville Spring Training Baseball Park. Well, how about there that? There you go. Yeah. I mean, everybody went, has to go. How about that? Um, had to go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a silly thing for him to say. And before he passed, MJ, for the ultimate mic drop in his Hall of Fame induction speech, put that whole thing to bed. Yeah. <laughs> because he's Michael, and everyone yeah. listens when Michael talks, and he said, organizations win championships? BS. I mean, he phrased it more eloquently yeah. than that, but that's and what he said. And he can hold a grudge, too. Oh, can he? <laughs> Law, what that's else the you last about? Is, you, you can show me whatever you want. You still aren't going to change my mind that that guy's not an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever he's call, our guy. Whatever we're calling the new Sox Park, they built the face in the wrong direction. And yes. why did they do that? Because they wanted to keep the address at 35th and Shields. Stop. Just put the office in the left field corner and have it face our beautiful skyline. Yep. That's like the dumbest stadium decision of any, like of all time. What? What? Dumb. Why? Uh, fans, cup snakes are disgusting. 
You're like holding yeah. garbage and like getting disgusting people's backwash all over your I hands. I call it the COVID cup. Why? Uh, yeah. in, the, in a post-COVID world, the cup snake a, is way less in appealing. In a pre-COVID world, pre-COVID it's world, disgusting. I, you know, hey. I, I love being at the bleachers on Ooh, a beautiful summer day. Uh, I'm holding up 300 cups of uh, Miller Lite. That's great. Who's, cool. Whose backwash Let, is this spilling into my face? Yeah. A harmless thing. It's stupid. Okay, well. It's stupid. Now, the less guy. Less harmless than I used to think, but. The guy. Just smash that, people have paper fun. cups. The guy that comes by and knocks down the pyramids on it, that guy's an idiot too. The, the usher guy, the, don't do that. That's just rude. It's They're drunk fun. fans cleaning up for you. Yeah. Why can't you be so mad at that? Uh, Go back to the paper cups that pop. Yeah. Oh. Well, if you're recycling them. I don't them, know. If the, you're the recycling stadium them. in Paris for that Bulls game had paper cups. Yeah. Drove me crazy. Yeah. Flimsy. Couldn't even hold the weight of a beer. Yeah. I, Bottom I, falls I, out. I, oh, I hated it. You just drink faster, Peck. Uh, the wave, oh, right. Because that's a problem. The wave is stupid. We all know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people not waiting for a whistle to get up from their seats or just like milling about and not paying any attention. Oh, that, like, that bugs yeah, me. That's bad. Not waiting Fuck, for a stoppage in action yeah. to return to your seat. You're killing me, man. Stop that. And and most importantly with fans, the idiots who decide that they it's okay to just berate professional athletes because they paid for tickets in the third row for like Swear three hours. Swear threaten them, threaten yeah. their families, yeah. and stuff then, like yeah. that. Yeah. Ooh, I no, Peck, come on. You paid it depends. I don't care. Hey, it, no, if I want to talk shit and I paid for a good seat, like a few rows behind the Bulls visitors bench, I'm talking shit. But what if you mention their family? Yeah. Or threaten That's their bullshit. family. Yeah, you can't. Here, no. Here's what I say. That is, you have the right, that is you a have line the right to I say would it, not cross. But you also have the right to get punched in the face for it. Correct. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. And that, that is a line I don't cross. And yeah. you I will talk shit to yeah. players. Right. I won't talk shit about their family. I mean, you you're talking to someone of, who's been thrown out of a <laughs> stadium before. So you could, you could, I have no problem with somebody being you know, like, Shaq, I could shoot free throws better than you. Right. Okay. You know, just. Softer yes. stuff. Sure, that's fine. But Shaq, keep it respectful. Your mama's so ugly. She, you know, yeah. like the, um, uh, keep it respectful. A so ugly joke would be okay too. With right. Me. Which and like I, I probably as someone who's not a professional athlete would feel the same way if the scenario were flipped. Yes. You can make fun of me all you want. I'm an idiot and I enjoy making fun of myself yes. and I enjoy being self-deprecating. There's a line. But if you come at people who are people of mine, my family or my inner circle of close yeah. friends who I consider family, yeah, Big Dave, I'm coming at you. Yeah. Don't you dare talk shit about right, Big law. Dave. Last one. What do you got? Well, I'm an Arsenal fan, so uh, you okay, know. Okay, it's soccer. We don't have to yeah. do this. Well, you mine know. would be uh, people that want to get on the elevator before I can get off of it. It has nothing to do with sports, oh. but the people that want to charge on the elevator yeah. while you're just or trying to walk at a normal or pace off the elevator, or the L or same, the bus. Same thing with uh, the L riders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. worst people on the planet. Let them off, then come on. I you know where they say should it's all go. Not hard. Oh, in, in a similar Dark vein, room with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> the people who do not respect the Moving walkway or escalators, stand right, walk left. Yes. What are you doing? Okay, fine. Unless they're Get out of my freaking way. Unless okay. they're old and don't know the difference. Now we're talking transportation, and if you're in the left lane of a four-lane highway and you're going 55 miles an hour and you don't understand that I'm running slower you over. traffic keep right. And then I'm flicking you off after I run you over. Anywhere, anywhere busy that has a hallway, merchandise <sighs> mart. Anybody that walks on the wrong side, Ugh. and you're like, no, 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 there's a right side and a right side. You go down go, the right side. We could go on and on. Anyways. And yes, March uh, Madness. Jailbreak said it. What is this, Festivus? It's our version of Festivus. It's yeah. March <laughs> Madness. So, yeah, it Pizza is. It's a strength their necks, but right? it'll be off yeah. camera. We all just exactly. have so much hate in our hearts. Oof. We needed an excuse to we get had, it out. We Oof. had hate. Now it's all gone. Oh, yeah. Please yeah. hit the like, as Vooch says. Two thumbs up, everybody. back down to normal. Yeah. March Madness, greatest time of the year. Thanks for checking out the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by Goose. Goose Island. The beer 
of CHGO. Thanks for watching. Thanks for joining the chat. Uh, Kevin Kadick will be back next week, but thanks Maybe. to Matt Peck. We might have just fired him. Thanks to these guys. Wow, what Legendary. a show. I told you we were going to bring the energy today. There you go. And we all showed up in red, black, and white. Whoop, whoop. Good night. <laughs>